I'm doing it by phone. What's up, everybody? We are running a little behind today. I apologize. This is actually not the light skin guy's fault this time. Some technical <laughs> difficulties. Uh, <laughs> but um, I am obviously at work, so doing the best that I can over here. Corey, what's up, bro? It's good, man. We, we get along better in, in NFL than we do NBA, so it's all good. And I, know you got, I know you got the Lions today. I know you got the Lions. You're not going to do me like that. Detroit Lions? Yeah, Detroit Lions. Come on, bro. I don't know, man. They ready for cold? They ready for like coldish weather in Baltimore? I don't know if they built for that. So, so here was here's my thing on that, and I was thinking about that. The temperature right now is what about about fifty? It'll be fifty-five, sixty game time. Yeah. So is that is that real? Does that really matter if we don't have rain and wind and things like that? Does that really matter? Probably not, honestly. But um, I think there might be some rain um, on the horizon, but. I know it. It's not. It's not the same as a dome. Yeah, it's not. It's not. But so we'll get into it. But I, I, they're also lack physicality. I think they're going to miss Montgomery a bunch. Gibbs is not the same type of running back. Yeah. Did they? Did they upgrade uh, Ibrahim? I di I didn't check on that. I didn't either. Actually, that's a good call. I don't know if he's NFL ready, but he was obviously a beast in college. Yeah, and that was crazy to me. I thought he was going to be on their roster, but I guess he got hurt during the. Um, during the preseason, and, and that set them up, set them back a little. Ronnie, you probably can't hear us, but we can hear you. So if you want to interject, that it works. works. I can oh, hear it works? you. Oh, it works. Oh, snap. Yeah. Hey, shout out to the IT department. <laughs> we need some, uh, we need some IT right, so, help. So man. Corey let me down, but I know you team me here today, right? You got the line. No, well, I would say that. I think it's seventy eight percent of the bets are on the Alliance. So that's a bad sign. I thought this was a trap game. Honest, I'm not trying to be a hater. I think they're really good. My first instinct would be for them to be winning, but I think it's a trap. Not a, not a trap game, but just a tough game. <laughs> on the road <laughs> what? Yeah, it remind it reminds me of the same spot I talked about last week with San Fran going into the Browns or. Philly going into the Jets, you going into, and granted, the Ravens aren't their traditional physical football team they used to be, but they're still physical. There's still a smash element to it, and the only physical person on your team on the offense is out. It just spells trouble to me, that's all. And, of course, we do have the best linebacker in the league in Rokon Smith, who Allen hated on for years and years I did not. Yes, he was. At that time, I said he was not worth the money he was asking for at that time, is what I said. And Chicago didn't have it. Fine. The second linebacker in the league resides in San Francisco, just for the record. Fine. The second best linebacker in the league behind, what's his face, Fred Wagner. After that, then it's him. All right. Uh, so, yeah, I think the Baltimore spread at three seems like a lot, but outright, I would take them. Hey, did, did you guys know that Jared Goff yeah, won the I, most Baltimore today. quarterback? Huh? I would bet that. Yeah. They cover all the time. I'd see it. Yep. Well, Jared Goff, can you, we all ready to apologize to Jared Goff for all the slander that we saw? Over the years, and I told you the man was fine. I told you the man was fine. It wasn't true. There was That's not. not he went said. to the Super Bowl. Y'all act like he didn't do anything or accomplish anything. He went to the Super Bowl. It was horrible in the Super Bowl. 
He was horrible. A bunch of quarterbacks that got into the Super Bowl that aren't good. A bunch of quarterbacks that got into the Super Bowl that aren't good. There's a lot yeah. of there's a long list of quarterbacks who've been in the Super Bowl that aren't good. He won a lot of games. They were always in contention. And now he's on another team. He's done it multiple times. What do you want? He hasn't won a lot of games on that team. You you slander Mike Tomlin for never lo- having a losing season. This man has yet to have a winning season in Detroit, and you're acting like he's the best quarterback in the league. What are you talking about? I got a question for you. I got a question for you. If you want to compare Jared Goff to Mike Tomlin, I'm here for that argument every day. How can you treat a man like he's accomplished anything when he hasn't even gone to the playoffs yet? They had a losing season last year. All you were, you blamed in the Lions and their head coach for their lack of success for getting all this praise. Now you want to attribute the same thing you slandered the coach for to golf. It's, it's, they found I don't this year. You have to give him credit. I, I, I give him credit this year. They I don't have to give nobody credit for six games. Hey, I'm sorry. Hey, Corey, MVP Corey, candidate. Corey, That's not you true. Know how this, you know how this goes, bro. We ain't going to never get him to admit that he was wrong. He still hate on Leonard Fournette. So what do you think? Why would I not hate on that man? Are you serious? You got your boy his last ring. That's your boy in the ring. Playoff you know, Lenny. Your boy his last ring. If that's what you think the fourth pick in the draft's career was supposed to look like, have at it. Hey. Got a lot of running backs made a lot of money off Tom Brady. This is a this is a good question though. Why are defenses ahead of offenses? I want I want to hear from Ronnie first so he can apologize to me. I think a lot of it is very conservative, non-creative play calling. The only like truly daring team I think in the league is Miami. It's their, their play calling is not aggressive. It's very uh, copycat. Uh, no, not many people are innovating, and they're scared to innovate because, or you can't copy Miami because you don't have Miami's personnel. Even though they try to copy some of the merch, but a lot of teams are very conservative and playing very close to the best. And it might be, it just might be, because the quarterbacks, like I look at the top five quarterbacks, and you got to put Justin Herbert in the top five almost, or Trevor Lawrence. And to me, those aren't top five level quarterbacks. It's about default. Yeah, no, I think the answer is yes. I think the issue is, is just how, how great, which doesn't get talked about, is how great the current crop of, of linemen and, and edge rushers are. Like, if it's a numbers game, if you can't run the football, which most coaches cannot and will not, and you have, in my opinion, the best one-on-one pass rushers this league has ever seen as a collective, then you're already paying ahead in the advantage game. Um, and so I, I think that it's the not necessarily lack of creativity, the lack of an ability to run the football um, and the type of nuance it takes to run the football and still be able to spread people out. That's the biggest issue, and if there's anything I give Miami credit for is that they can run the they can run the um, football with six and seven personnel, um, and not actually have to have two tight ends or a fullback back there to run it. So um, that would be my biggest thing. It's, it's just the the defensive line is, is play is just incredible, and what you have to do to actually get the ball off for combination routes is it, it, it's tough, man. It's tough to to have to chip people and still have enough in actual coverage. I mean, that actually running routes to be effective. Yeah, I think the evolution of the the D line has um, has reached its climax. I mean, we kind of saw this coming anyway, but it's it's really the interior uh, D linemen that have evolved, and that I think that's definitely what's uh, was getting it done. Um, switching to the Browns versus Colts, you guys give me your take on that. 
Uh, Deshaun, I like the Browns. Um, I mean, the Browns are, I, I mean, I've been saying it all along. They're a really good football team, in my opinion. Um, and Deshaun does just enough, you know. Um, so as long as he's not, as long as he can throw a little bit, then I think they win this game by a lot. Um, and and I, 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 nothing makes me happier than the, the Minshew getting exposed. He should be a starter for the last three years, and all he does is stink up the joint. Uh, the only time he's good is when he actually subs in, and there's not a week to prepare. I love the Minshew fall. He's a great reliever, but he is not a starter. So I don't know why he's so bad, but he is really bad whenever he starts. And I think it's part personality, and I think he's had a few good games on TV. And I like him, but I can't. You can't start that man. He's not a starting quarterback. And I think they're going to get blown out. Well, I don't think the Browns can blow out anybody, but that defense is going to annihilate them. What do you guys make of Deshaun Watson's uh, injury? Like, what, I, I don't know much about it. It's kind of weird. He's got a, a shoulder injury. Sounds like a rotator cuff injury. I wonder I mean, how that happened. Yeah, I heard he was um, seeking out, like, baseball. <laughs> oh, uh, I thought you were saying something else. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, uh, like, Anytime there's a rotator cuff injury, they usually try to find people who work with pitchers and stuff. Like yeah, that, yeah. But that's odd, but, just yeah, considering it's, it's the fact odd. that he hasn't played it. consistently in the last three or four years. He hasn't played consistently, even with these injuries. What, maybe 10 games? Maybe. Yeah, so I thought that was weird. Um, but I, I want, I'm i going to take the Browns. I, I mean, it's a, it's a traditional – um, let down spot for a team like Cleveland after they just had an emotional win against the uh, Niners, but I'm going to give it, I'm going to give it a, a shot. Let's see. We got some comments here. <laughs> the dude in the league that really needs a massage. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> Tell and, you, he need okay. that help. The, it must've been, it must've been a hit. Um, Richard said, rewind the tape and look how he got popped. So it must've been a hit. Um, I'm going to start this one and then I got to bounce because work is calling but the Bills and uh, – I can't hear y'all now. Oh, you Uh-oh. can't hear me now? Oh, snap. Here yeah. we go with technical oh, difficulties again. Can you hear me? I can hear him. He probably didn't uh, turn his mic this, on. This is but, not our day for technical issues. <laughs> the Bills and the Patriots. Um, if there was ever a time where you could just take a Hail Mary shot on something, I guess today would be the day for the Patriots. But – um. One of the things I highlighted on the podcast was that um, the Patriots are good at taking away the best player uh, for a team. And the Bills haven't shown much um, much urgency in spreading the ball around this year, like even more so than years past. Like they've always been a, a heavy digs uh, offense, but like it's, it's kind of excessive now. Um, so if they were, in fact, able to limit digs play, what are the Bills going to look like? Are we going to see them struggle like they did against the Giants? Um, they almost seem like they're due for some uh, regression here because they've got significant injuries at all three levels of their uh, defense. But the Patriots suck. <laughs> like, they just can't get anything going on offense. So what do you guys think about today's game? Is it is it a chance for the Patriots to upset? I could tell you're a preacher, son, because you long-winded. I thought you had been, to go. I'm just trying to get my time in so I can get out of here and then make sure it's like good. It. Man, you, no. you, 
Corey, he, he just stuck. said, I'm not going to preach a sermon, but. No, nah, he I, stuck on. No, look, he stuck on my screen. So I was trying to give him time to, oh, okay. to get his I stuff understand. together. Yeah. He's still stuck. Well, I'll yourself. try to go with it. I don't know what's going on with him. But I do. I don't think the Patriots, the Bills, there's always a threat of having a letdown situation. Like last week, there was no reason that they struggled against the Giants other than maybe London. You could blame it on London. They they got to London. They didn't play well. Then you have jet lag coming back. But I don't it, – it, it, Bills are like that. The Bills will have games where they blow a team out or they struggle against teams they shouldn't struggle against. So that's the conundrum of the Bills. But I do think – I wouldn't put money on it, but the Patriots are awful. And <laughs> sometimes awful is just awful. I know a lot of money's on the Bills coming in gambling-wise, but eight and a half seems like – Seems like a lot to go on the road against a rival with the way they struggled last week. Granted, the Patriots are horrible, but I, I, if I had to take it, I'd take the Bills, but Jesus. It's, it's actually down to seven and a half. Oh, wow. So the money yeah. is coming in on the All right, Patriots. Corey looks like he's good. I'm going to bounce. All right. You guys. Thank you. Thank you. Yep. All right. What do you, how do you see it going, Corey? I mean, I got the Bills, man. I mean, they, they have their scare. I don't think they're going to come out flat again, especially against the Patriots. And we just got to call the Patriots for what they are, which is not good. Um, That's stop what I'm they're just, they're just yeah. bad. Let's uh, yeah. not risk the audio issues and get to the good games. Uh, Dallas, not Dallas. I wish it was. The Dolphins and the Eagles. What uh, Sunday night game, what do you think is wrong with the Eagles offense? I mean, I don't know, man. I'm not even venturing to say that anything's wrong. Like, they're still putting up 20 20- – eight 27 most games the jets are a good defense so like i don't think they should score 30 points every game so i don't know that there's anything wrong i would i would say if there's one thing that looks to be um alarming is jalen Hurts kind of regression um he always had games like this but now there it's not just aberrations it's kind of like every other game he's just become way more inconsistent than he was last year which i think he was due for, right like i think some of the stuff that they were doing, you're ultimately going to be able to prepare for eventually. I mean, they don't run combination routes. They just either run like hooks or, or flies. It's not like a lot of, it's not complicated. Their offense, it's never been. Um, so I think that's some of the issues. The receivers aren't getting as much separation. The throws are tougher. The windows are smaller. Um, no one respects the run game. So, um, and they're kind of scared to continue to do it. Uh, so I think that's the biggest thing, but I don't really think their offense is fundamentally broken. I think they're five and one and, um, the game they lost, they had four turnovers, and you're not going to win games when you turn the ball over four times. So um, that yeah. was, those are the biggest things for me. Um, but, I, I mean, I, I don't see any issues with their offense, really. They look fine I, to me. I, I see it on the margins. Now, and now we're comparing it to last year where they were jerking up. I see it on the margins. I see play – I think it's play calling. I see it where – you're running uh, screen, <laughs> you're running tight end screens for Dallas Garbert, and you had Devontae Smith blocking, mm-hmm. like small things, not getting the ball in the hands of your playmakers as often as you can. And it's more like a Dallas offense where you're trying to beat, like you were kind of saying, you're trying to beat with talent instead of with scheme. And I think they're missing uh, Shane Steichen. Uh, I think they're missing some of the nuance. First year coordinator, I think they're missing some of the nuance. So it's on the margins. But sometimes that's enough for your quarterback to not look as good. Who you got? Uh, one and a half Philly. They're at home. Night game. Um, I, I, I mean, I got Philly and maybe big. Um, we've already seen what the Dolphins look like when they get hit in the mouth. So 
<laughs> good luck against that Eagles defense if you don't like getting them out. Um, I think I Tyreek has a big game. I think AJ has a big game. And I got Philly by double digits. I got we're we're gonna disagree on this one. I got Miami by double digits. I think they're gonna explode Philly. Jalen Carter will be playing, but they can stretch things out uh horizontal and vertically. And Philly's linebackers are terrible. And I don't think you can beat Miami because of the things they do over the middle. You if you can't control the middle field, you can't beat them. And I think Philly's linebackers are horrible. And I think Philly, I honestly, and you can get me, but I think Philly's offense, I mean, I think Philly's gonna get embarrassed. Yeah, I don't. I see it. Yeah. All right, let's do one more game. Chargers and the Chiefs. We got the Chargers. You never know. They lost a close game to Dallas. They aren't consistent. Uh, in a lot of ways, they are poor man's Dallas. They find ways to lose. Herbert throws back-breaking interceptions, or their line lets them down. There's always something with the Chargers. The Chiefs haven't looked nearly as explosive as they did last year, so it's an interesting game. And the Chargers generally play them close. Mm-hmm. It is National Tight Ends Day, so they do have a sense of humor. So look for Kelsey to get off and get going. Uh, they're too cute by half. And the only reason, the only way I can see the Chiefs winning is they get into their too cute by half kind of things. Yeah, I think. I, I mean, I think what we don't talk about is how good the Chiefs' defense is. I think. Yeah, it's that- been really good. People only mention the offenses of regression without talking about that's a top five defense. Um, so I just don't like anything I see from the Chargers. I think Mike Williams is a big absence for them. They can't stress the field at all now. Um, so I like the Chiefs here, um, and I like them to cover. Yeah, I'm really disappointed with uh, Quentin Johnson so far. Uh, I think was- Herbert, early on, I think this is Herbert's worst season. I, without looking at stats, it just feels like, it's the worst season he's had. And they had they that crucial stat. Every close game. <laughs> yeah, they do. And he's he's thrown 13 or 14 fourth quarter picks in his uh in his career. And it can't all be him. I don't know. Like, ugh, it's tough. If you yeah, need to play, he's not your guy. They also have bad coaching. Like, we want to talk about bad yeah. coaching. That's one of the worst coach teams there is. He's got a bad defensive coach, and that is interesting because it's the same guy. It's the same Chargers team as they had when uh, who was the guy that they got fired? I can't remember his name. He was awesome. The guy before whoever it was. I'm sorry. Yeah, you got to fire the defensive coach if it's not getting done and get somebody that's going to cater to your quarterback. You got any before we go? You got any good daily fantasy picks? Uh, we can go back to the Eagles game real quick. It was just a point I wanted to make. Tua does not look like the same quarterback when pressured, um, and that's oh, my biggest thing. All. And he's going to get pressured today. Um, so what does that look like? And can they score 30 plus points? Because I think they're going to need to score 30 plus points today to win. So is my get pressure? I think they're going to get rid of the ball really quickly and, and game plan around it. I don't think he's going to get that much pressure. Well, yeah. You got to get it well, on the front four. Miami hide no team hides their offensive line better than Miami because they aren't. And good. it's easy to do when you got to have two high safeties on Tyreek, but Philly's Philly's Philly, in my opinion, um, has the cojones to not play too high safeties and bump those dudes and get to them and say you won't have enough time to throw. All right. Give me some daily fantasy picks. Um, Kenneth Walker, huge game today. Um, that's a pretty chalk pick, but huge game. Um, and I actually like the skins today. I like Curtis Samuels. Um, I like Howell. Um, I like some of those skins players. Um, they're all underpriced. Um, and then probably my sleeper of the day. Um, let's go with 
um, Wendell Robinson. Um, Tyrod's not going to stretch the field. Um, so underneath guys for the um, – I really like a lot there. Um, and then I don't mind Saquon as well. He got 20-plus touches last week. Um, I could see him have an explosion game against a very suspect Washington defense. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this has been our Week 7 NFL Preview Show. Don't forget to rate and subscribe to all of our various platforms. Enjoy your NFL Sunday.